Uh, hey, patrons, it's Scoots. Uh, hey, like, uh, thanks for supporting the show. Uh, what can I say other than Saskalula to you? Um, holy lula, la lula. Uh, but don't call me Petula, but you could, or, or Petunia. All right, uh, thanks. Uh, let's keep the show going. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, we do it as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, you know, ups and downs, side to side, travel, Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. Um, what I'm going to do is uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, uh, like uh, rambling, like uh, extra words, pauses, predictably, d- d- unpredictably dull pa- pauses. So they may be they're punctu- punctuated. Uh, I guess, I don't know, are, are pauses punctual? That one was, uh, it was to punctuate, actually. It wasn't punctual, it was, punct- it was a verb, it was punctuating. Uh, but here's the deal, I'm going to try to create a safe place, and what I mean by that is I'm glad you're here, and I really work hard, and I hope this podcast can help take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep. Now, it doesn't work for everybody, uh, but I hope you can give it a few tries and see if it works for you. Because I'm here to help, uh, and this is the way I can help, and, and uh, there's other options out here. But here's what I'll do is, uh, one, I'm going to um, I'm try to be nice uh, and welcoming, and I'm going to introduce you. Here's the structure of the show, and in 2018, it's a little bit different, and even as I'm recording this, I'm still trying to get a gauge. Uh, but ideally, four minutes of la- or less at the top of the show would be business. And then we get right into the content, which starts with this intro, which is long and rambling and uh, uh, twisty and turny and a little bit pointless, which you can, the the start of the Doctor Who discussion on tonight's episode will be in the show notes, so so you could skip ahead. But I find like most listeners either fall asleep during the intro because it makes them feel comfortable. It's somewhat familiar, but I do a new intro every time. So it's kind of like a show within a show. You know, other listeners use it while they're, you know, getting their bed warm and, you know, prepping. Or some people listen during the day in traffic. Uh, But so it'd be about four minutes of business. That's how we keep the show and ideally all the archives free. Uh, Then a 12-minute or so intro to uh, put you to sleep or to set the stage for you to fall asleep or just to be your friend. Uh, and to watch someone uh, try to make a metaphor about the podcast and then uh, move on to the podcast proper. Uh, Then I'll be talking about Doctor Who for about 40 to 45 minutes or so. Uh, Episode, season, series one, episode two. Uh, Yeah, episode two. And then we'll have some a short number of thank yous at the end of the episode. Uh, So that's the structure of the show. And you don't really need, this is a podcast you don't, you can listen to it as you choose. Uh, Some people listen to it and they don't fall asleep. There's people that are just listening to the show for comfort in the deep dark night, for companionship. Uh, Some people don't listen at all. Some people fall asleep as soon as they hit play. Any of those uh, work. Uh, so, but you don't need to pay attention. Ideally, this is just interesting enough to distract you from what's keeping you awake. Uh, but not so engaging that you have to listen. Uh, So that's that part of it. Uh, So you don't need to listen. Also, there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. And the reason I make the shows an hour and the reason I put a ton of work into the shows is to reassure you that I'm going to be here, whether you're awake or asleep, uh, to to keep you company and to try to keep you, uh, to, to, to be your friend in the deep dark night. I don't know how else to put it. Uh, to be here to try to help. That's all I can do. And, uh, uh, but you, 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 like, this is more a podcast you listen to as you fall asleep as much as, as much as it is a podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, 
I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, but it, I guess it's because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And like tonight, the episode of Doctor Who is called, uh, it, it's uh, similar to our REM song, which is interesting because that's about when you're in deep sleep or some, there's some sort of sleep called REM, random eye movement. And yes, I make a sleep podcast. I'm not a sleep expert. Uh, believe me, I'm, I'm not really an expert on anything. But the name of the Doctor Who episode in the REM song is I Feel Fine. I mean, there's also a, 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 like a, a prequel to that, but, uh, uh, but uh, so that's kind of the, um, like the, the idea of the show is like kind of, I don't know if I'm, my job is really to make you feel fine. It's just to acknowledge, I guess that I make the show. Cause when I can't sleep, I don't feel fine. And I just feel like, what the heck? I, I just want to go to sleep. Uh, whether it's overthinking for me. Or, you know, feel intense feelings or uh, th- thinking thoughts about the future or the present or the past. Uh, or it's just baffling. It's like, geez, I don't know why I can't fall asleep, but it's frustrating. And I don't feel fine. I just wish I could fall asleep. Uh, it's more like, yeah, I, I, I guess like uh, saying, man, that, that uh, if you can't sleep, that seems tough and I'd like to help. Uh, and even though I don't even know what REM is, I think that's when you're really dream. Like, this is what I presume it is, actually. So let me put out my ignorance right out here. Uh, is, uh, like, your eyes are, I, I, they say it's a random eye movement. But I said, isn't it dream looking around? Why don't you just call it that? Uh, like, and I'm not sure. I guess we could talk about this offline uh, or online. Uh, like, is random eye movement when you're just looking around in your dreams? Is it just dream looking around? Or is it random eye movement? Uh, a do- you know, doctors, hello. Uh, Doctor Who? Uh, paging Doctor Who? Because uh, if it's just dream looking around, you just say, hey, let's... I mean, I guess you can't... Because R.E.M. named themselves after that, maybe. I don't even know if the band R.E.M. is named after uh, REM sleep. Uh also, some people call it REM and some people call it REM. And, but like, really, like, and is, here's another thing. If that's not dream looking around, is there a dream looking around? Because you'd think uh, that would be interesting to me. Like, if you're looking around in your dreams and you're really looking around with your eyes, uh, that's, that'd be pretty interesting. I don't know. Uh, I guess if REM's not related to that, I'd say, huh, that's perplexing. Also, here's the thing to our eyes. Hey, why don't you take a break too? Uh, like if it, like, uh, and I guess with the podcast, you don't really need to move your eyes. Like, uh, you could just close them and rest them. This is a podcast, uh, that also puts your eyes at ease. Hey eyes, don't worry about it. I'm going to be talking and it's not going to make a whole ton of sense. Uh, but I'll be try to keep everything in, in, in passing in front of you. So you don't have to do any moving. You know, as much like a screen, like a, like a fish tank, uh, I'll keep it in your purview so you could have a little break. Cause if you gotta be looking around later, uh, they say, geez, that's like, uh, I, I wish I could give you a massage, but I don't think that would be a great idea. I don't know. I guess when I finish this podcast, I'll look that out. Maybe I'm on the verge of a new breakthrough. They say, Hey, Scoots, we never like, uh, you know, when you think of stuff that you probably, you're like, and no one ever thought of that. And then everyone did. You're like, hey, are you sure? Uh, let me go to uh, whatever Stockholm Sleep Labs. Uh, and I, hey, did you ever think that's just a sleep dream looking around? And they say, yeah, like in 1649, we knew that, Scoots. Uh, thanks. Uh, and they said, well, so it's not dream looking around. So what the heck? You, so you're sure, though? Because what the heck are the eyes moving for then? Have you asked any eyeballs? Said, hey, w- what the heck? Uh, uh, like, uh, and they say, yes, it's, it's just, uh, like, uh, it's uh, like electrons. Oh, okay, great. Thanks for, uh, so it's not looking right. Is there a stage of sleep called dream looking around or do your eyes do anything? Are you just looking around in your brain? Cause that's what I, like, I spend so much time looking around in my brain anyway, during the day. Hey, hey, sleep doctors, uh, have you, like, what about during the daytime? What are my eyes doing when I'm, like, thinking about, like, overthinking during the day? Is that, R, is that REM? 
uh, like the the day version because they spend a lot of time looking around my brain during the day. I wonder if my eyes are moving when I'm doing that, when I'm saying, oh boy, fifth grade. Oh boy, shoot to five years from now. Oh boy, what about that spreadsheet we never did? Uh, I don't know, are, are, my, are my eyes moving during that? But I think it comes back to, uh, and I feel fine. And I hope this podcast could kind of be that. This is like not a sleep solution. It's a sleep offering uh, because I've been there. And, and what I mean by sleep offering is it's something here for you to listen to, to keep you company. An alternative that's a, normally a little bit silly and a little bit goofy. That makes you feel like if, it, if I can't make you feel fine, then I can make you feel a little bit more comfortable, like puffing your pillows or changing your sheets or putting on a fan or turning on the heater, or turning on the AC, whatever it is. I hope this podcast can supplement or add a little bit of comfort. Ideally add like, uh, either remove the dread or uh, like, in like when I shoot for the stars, uh, add a tiny bit of delight to bedtime. Uh, so that even if you don't feel fine, maybe you feel a little bit okay. Like, uh, and know that I've been there, maybe not in the same situation, but, but I feel for you. And I know there's like, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of other people listening right now that are in something too. Uh, and it's important, like, uh, it's important to me at least. And I know it's important to you that I say, Hey, you deserve a pat on the back and a little comfort at bedtime. And if I can provide that, uh, if I can make you feel, well, I don't feel fine, but I feel eh, not bad. I say that is an honor and dream come true for me. So thank you for listening to the show. And I really hope and I really yearn and I work very hard because I really want to help you fall asleep. Uh, so, again, thanks for coming by. All right, here we go. We're talking uh, Season 1, Episode 2. Uh, as the REM song goes, I feel fine. Uh, the It's the end of the world. Uh, the episode does also has an alternative title, but I'm not going to be sharing that. And I'll try to do a run through with, uh, like from my notes and then from the dialogue, I got the episode start and play with a recap of last week. And that, that makes it interesting because it rolls from last week right into this episode, like seamlessly, uh, as Rose and the doctor running into the TARDIS, uh, in green. Uh, the doctor's holding some sort of glass bobble or bobble, like a, not a bubble, but a bobble. I think that's what it's called, a bob, like a, you know, like a paperweight uh, that you wouldn't want to bobble with it because if you drop, dropped it, it would broke. I don't know where that was from. Uh, we see kind of the steampunk-esque level of the TARDIS. Uh, there's lots of uh, pumping and spinning as the doctor starts to manipulate it. And, uh, like a green, you know, steam or, or some, you know, some, some, some puffy stuff. Uh, I don't know. This is like the, like some of the cool parts of Doctor Who that it's like, uh, the, the Stardust is, I don't know, like, like, uh, that it's got switches and levers and stuff. Uh, and it's kind of hacked together and, the, you know, it starts vibrating. Uh, let's see. There's even a bell. Like I liked that, uh, pumping, priming. Uh, Rose, what, Dr. Arm. Uh, okay, then the dialogue run through. The doctor, great, some great looks. They're going to head into the future. Because he's like, Rose, where do you want to go? A hundred years into the future? She goes, he goes, eh. He goes, okay, it's 22nd century, new Roman Empire or something. Or maybe that's 10,000 that years. Uh, 12005. And she's like, you think you're pretty impressive? He goes, I am impressive. And she's like, yeah, right. So we kind of see this uh, relationship, this unclear relationship that they have. And then he says, hold on, you asked for it. And then he goes, here's the doors. And he, he goes, uh, she's like, what's out there? He goes, doom. And then she's out in this like marble uh, hotel lobby. And I put, did I put Venus or something? I can't read my handwriting. Big, big window. Uh, and they look out over earth, uh, watch looks, uh, hold us something because it's really interesting. Watch them look at the earth. Uh, 
And the doctor goes, oh, yeah, you humans always worried about, uh, you know, eggs or warming or steroids. Uh, but you never imagined that humanity lasted uh, for a long time, all the way to 5.5 Apple 26, 5 billion years. Uh, and he goes, and this is the day the sun expands and the earth uh, goes puffy poo. And then we kind of see the sun. And the doctor says, hey, welcome to I feel the I feel fine moment. And Rose has a look of concern on her face. So then the, the episode starts, the theme kicks in with the, the beginning part of the episode. Here's a note I can't read. Doctor Who looks like the Arta, Arta, Artan. So this is, it's I feel fine. And they're on a space station. We see exterior shots, uh, special effects, the space station sun. Is big and fiery. We hear like the space station shuttles docking. Uh, guess you know, platform form, no teleportation or religion. Earth desk, Earth, uh, Earth, Earth poofing is is scheduled for fifteen thirty nine, but followed by drinks in the Manchester suite. And uh, let's see, we see Rose, they're walking, they're in like a marble elevator room. There's a lot of Grecian urns or some kind of urns uh, or bowls or something. Uh, doctor uses his screwdriver to get the elevator going. Like, just like a lobby of a, like a, like a old fat, like a old skyscraper. Uh, way he says something and he leans in and talks, uh. I don't know what that means, but he goes, this isn't a spaceship, it's an observation deck. Uh, and she goes, what for? He goes, oh, it's entertainment. Uh, and they look out at another big room with the sun, a great view of the sun. He goes, this is like a place of rich uh, rich people check, uh, check out the uh, earth poof. And she goes, yeah, but I thought that took, uh, wrong. she goes, I saw a dock on it and it took forever. And he goes, yeah, but this is the National Trust was preserving it and uh, with the gravity satellite, but they're letting it go. Uh, and Earth's like, all the continents are in the same place. He goes, yeah, they, they shifted, and then the Trust just shifted them back. He goes, this is a classic Earth, uh, but they're out of money. He goes, about 30 minutes left. Uh, and she goes, are you going to jump in and stop it? He goes, no, no, no one's down there. It's uh, empty. And Rose goes, uh, just me then, huh? And then this uh, blue guy with the third eye comes in, and he's really good. Uh, this is, by the way, this episode was like uh, why you watch Dr. Hugh, just uh, to, like a ton of funny stuff. He says, hey, he actually says, what in the heck? Uh, who are you people? And the doctor goes, oh, very polite. Uh, it's so nice. Uh, he goes, this is a maximum hospitality zone. The guests are coming in. And doctor goes, yeah, I'm a guest. He shows the invitation. Uh, and he goes, it's fine. Uh, he goes, and this is my plus one, Rose Tyler. I'm the doctor, right? And the doctor goes, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, he goes, we better get started then. And then the do- doctor shows Rose his little thing he showed. He goes, oh, this is psychic paper. He goes, makes it like believe uh, whatever uh, a jewel might be his center eye. They also have a great thing coming up that we'll use in the podcast. Then all the staff from the movie Spaceballs comes in. And uh, let's see. Fun effect with people walking behind her. Okay, so let's just run through this with uh, watching. The Spaceball team comes in. They get ready for the guests. And then they say, uh, and yeah, then the guy says, everybody get in your place. Uh, he goes, uh, honored guest uh, from the Forest of Cheem. Uh, we have trees and, uh, three tree, tree people, J, J, Jade Luton, uh, and, uh, they say, keep the room circulating. And then Max of Balloon, Balhoon, who's cool. He's like a blue guy in a little, uh, like a floating thing. Uh, then the, the people of the repeated meme, and there's just a cast of characters, uh, Really interesting. Mr. Paku, City State of Blinding Light. Uh, uh, Jade goes and gives a cutting of her grandfather uh, to the doctor as a gift, and he doesn't have a gift, so he says, I give you air from my lungs. Uh, 
And we see the doctor and, and Jade kind of share a little uh, moment or something. Then we see the face of Bo, yeah, which is just like a giant, like another cool character. And then the doctor goes, you're Max a balloon. What's up? Uh, and he goes, I give you the gift of uh, a spittoon. And uh, the doctor says, thank you very much. Uh, I think they're the adherence of the repeated meme. Doctor gives them air from my lungs. Uh, I mean, this is before memes were a thing, I think. Uh, and they give a doctor an egg or some ball, piece ball of peace or something. And then the uh, steward says, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, trees in multiforms. Uh, and friends beyond the binary, last human in, a, in the house, Cassandra, Lady Cassandra O'Brien. And Lady Cassandra is reduced to an Instagram filter. That's how she exists, as an Instagram filter. Uh, and she's very braggadocious, thin and dainty. I don't look a day over 2,000. And she has to constantly be moisturized, uh, refreshed. You know, her browser needs refreshing. And she was from Texas in the Arctic. Rosa walks behind her to see that she is only an Instagram filter. And some cool effects like seeing a filter. She's like uh, hung up like almost like a painting. Uh, so you could see people moving behind her. Really cool effects. And, and, and Rosa watching it. Uh, and she has two attendants uh, to keep her browser refreshed and backed up and everything. And she is the last ostrich egg, which the legends are wrong. It says uh, it had a 50-foot wingspan. And she's like, oh, she's cracking jokes about her ex-husband and stuff. Uh, and she goes, and she brings out an iPod, which is just a jukebox. Uh, and then they play uh, Tainted Love on the jukebox, uh, classical music, uh, and the doctor loves it. His head starts it bouncing to the music. Rose is definitely feeling overwhelmed at this point. Uh, so she goes to bolt, but the doctor follows. But then the tree, uh, Jade, the tree woman, she wants to take a selfie with the doctor. Uh, but it's really some device that kind of uh, like a bird-based device. It's strange, I know, but it's a bird-based dev device that checks the doctor's DNA. And then it ends up the gifts of peace from the memes are uh, little droids, like uh, not smaller than BB-88. Uh, and they start running around like gerbils. Then Rose is alone. She looks out a window. And then she runs into the worker. And there's this weird tradition, like the workers are like, well, you have to address us and give us permission to speak. Uh, oh, it looks like the repeated meme was from Financial Family 7. Uh, that's funny too. Uh, but so Rose is by herself, and this worker comes and she goes, "Oh, I have to have permission to talk." Uh, Rose, cause, can I be in here? She goes, "Oh, your guests can go anywhere." And she starts fixing a uh, a vent. Uh, Rose goes, "What's your name?" And she says, "Raffalo, I think." Uh, and she goes, "Yeah, there's a glitch in the face of Bo's so sweet, uh, so, so sweet, no hot water. I got to get the hot water going." And Rose goes, you're a plumber? And she goes, yep. And Rose goes, they still have plumbers. And Rose goes, where are you from? And she says, Crispillion or something. It's part of the brocade. Uh, uh, Convex 56. Uh, she goes, where are you from? Oh, no, sorry, never mind. And Rose goes, a long time away. I hitched a lift with uh, this dude here. And she goes, as a matter of fact, I don't know anything about him. He's a st complete stranger. And Rose goes, anyway, go ahead with the plumbing. Uh, thanks. And Rafalo uh, yeah, says, uh, thank you for being so nice. And uh, then she goes and she runs into the droids who tell her, like, hey, we're causing the plumbing problems. Uh, come play with us. Uh, which was weird. Then I, like, I wrote down a gift of peace and all good faith. Uh, and then we're in the office of the head guy with the, the jewel eye. He's the steward. Uh, and he's talking to a theremin, like one of those musical instruments. Uh, and he's got the droid egg by him. 
And he's like, geez, yeah, we're having plumbing problems. We're having air problems. Uh, he goes, oh, there's a blue box. Uh, that's He goes, we've got to move the blue box. Whoever parked the blue box, please re relocate it. Then we see the droid get out of its egg. Uh, then it's 25 minutes to earth poof, or earth poof, earth poofing, earth pooping, earth poofing. And Rose is, uh, is tossing her uh, egg up and down. And then she's talking to the plant. She goes, hey, plant, I'm Rose. Maybe we're related. And she goes, she's, I'm talking to a, a twig. Then the, uh, she has an egg behind her. It hatches with the droid. And then the doctor's trying to make sure his TARDIS gets by. He goes, oi, make sure that uh, uh, you park that properly. No scratching it. Uh, and he gets a ticket for for his valley parking. Have a nice day in, like, a very fancy script. Uh, Rose is getting scanned by the droid. Then the doctor rolls in. And we see kind of Rose's uncomfortableness. She says, uh... He goes, are you, Rose, you in here? She goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, what do you think? She goes, yeah. She goes, once you get past the psychic paper, it's totally normal. And she goes, it's so alien. The aliens are so alien. She goes, you know, you look at them, you're aliens. He goes, good thing I didn't take you to the deep south. Uh, and she goes, where are you from? He goes, everywhere. And she goes, how come everyone here speaks English? She goes, no, that's the TARDIS. Uh, I really like this. He goes, it's a telepathic field that gets inside your brain. She goes, in my brain. And he goes, yeah, it's good. He goes, she goes, you didn't even ask my permission. And the doctor goes, oh, I didn't even think to do that. And she, Rose pushes back. She goes, yeah, you know, you were just making jokes and being witty. She goes, who are you, doctor? Where are you from? And then the doctor's turn to get a little uncomfortable. He goes, geez, I'm just a doctor. He looks away. Let's see. Royce puts this spotlight on the doctor in her rights. Uh, yeah, first the doctor is totally kicked back. Then he gets tense. He walks off. Uh, the Windsor pouts. Uh, I don't know what that says. Rose has to roll up. Oh, he looks out the window pouting because she's like, uh, where are you from? Uh, he goes, what does it matter? And she goes, tell me. And he goes, this is who I am right here, right now. That's all that matters. Uh, and she goes, well, you brought me here, so tell me where you're from. And then they go, 20 minutes to earth, poof. Uh, and then Rose has to, like, uh, give me the adult. She goes, yeah, okay. My friend Shireen said, you know, we kind of make peace. Uh, she goes, why don't we call for a taxi? And she pulls out her flip phone. She goes, oh, no, no signal. And the doctor says, with a little jiggery-pokery, and he puts some uh, new battery in her phone. And she goes, jiggery-pokery, is that a technical term? And the doctor goes, yeah, that's what I got an A in, jiggery-pokery. What about you? And Rose goes, no, I failed hullabaloo. And the doctor gives her Rose her thing, puts in her mom's number, calls her mom. Uh, Jackie's there. Rose says hi. Checks in with her mom. Her mom hasn't changed, so Rose kind of smiles at her mom, you know, just go pad prattling on. And she goes, Mom, you okay? She goes, yeah, yeah. And Rose goes, she's, Rose goes, what day is it? She goes, Wednesday. What, what do you mean, what day is it? Uh, and Rose goes, well, I might be late getting home. And she goes, okay, bye. And uh, the doctor's kind of charmed his way back into Rose's good graces. The doctor goes, that was, if you think that's cool, what you see the bill? Rose goes, I just called five billion years into the past. My mom is in, uh, and then the doctor goes, you're a bundle of laughs, Rose. Then there's, there's a little bit of a shake on the ship, a turbulence. Uh, and the doctor's like, well, that's not supposed to happen, uh, no shaking allowed. This shit, we're not supposed to have turbulence. And he gets this super curious look on his face. Uh, and then we see the blue guy talk to his theremin. He's like, WTF, man, the ship just, we're not supposed to have turbulence. We've got green lights, uh, but we got turbulence. Uh, and he goes, I've never had any turbulence before. What if the guests aren't happy? He calls control, uh, but he says, I don't know. Then the, then he sees one of the droids who says, hey, uh, let's, why don't you earth poof early? 
and he has a steward earth poop earth poop early just for the steward uh uh so that was like wtf for the steward yeah blue man out i put then we're back at the lobby the doctor uh social doctor rolls in that's what i put uh, like everybody's chattering or maybe a social hour, like face a bow and Max and Balhoon are talking about uh, bad wolf, uh, which keeps coming up. Uh, and the doctor goes, that wasn't a gravity pocket. Uh, I felt those. Uh, so he's messing around and Jade comes up. He goes, what do you think? Uh, the engines are at 30 Hertz. He goes, that's not right. And Jade goes, I can't listen to metal. And the doctor goes, do you know where the engine room is? She goes, I don't know. I know where the maintenance duct is. I could show you that. Uh, and she goes, is this your wife? And he goes, no. Partner, no. Anything else? The doctor goes, no. And Rose goes, well, why don't you include me in this conversation? She goes, why don't you two go and pollinate, and I'll have a quick word with Michael Jackson. And then the doctor and Jade go off, uh, and Rose says, make sure you're home by midnight. Uh, let's see what else we got in these notes. Uh, social doctor, uh, engines and maintenance. Uh, Jade has lots of questions. Uh, and then Rose goes into detective mode up here. And then Jade and the doctor walk and talk in the corridor. And then a fantastic, the doctor loves the challenge. So yeah, they walk. The doctor's like, who's in charge? And Jade goes, mostly computers. Uh, Metal man, a stairman. And he goes, who's doing that? And she goes, corporation. She goes, this thing goes from one artistic event to another. The actor goes, there's no one on board. She goes, yeah, no, it's automatic. This is alpha class. Uh, nothing can go wrong. And the doctor goes, unsinkable. And Jade goes, if you want a nautical metaphor, he goes, yeah, I was on an unsinkable boat once. Uh, ended up on an iceberg. And she goes, the doctor goes, so we're on our own. She goes, yep. He goes, fantastic. Uh, and she goes, why is that fantastic? And the doctor goes, because, you know, that's my style. And then Rose is talking to Cassandra, the Instagram filter woman. And she's kind of going, bragging, oh, the drama of the earth going poof uh, with the big sun. Uh, she goes, we grew up in Los Angeles crevasse. Uh, it was so good. And Rose goes, where's the rest of humanity? And Cassandra goes, everywhere. And Rose goes, so you're not the last human. She goes, yeah, I'm, I'm the last xenophobic human. She goes, I'm over the rest of the digi-humans, human-ish, uh, proto-humans, new humans. Uh, she goes, me and uh, Circe are the last xenophobians. Uh, and Rose goes, so you stayed on Earth as an Instagram filter. Uh, how many, like, how much, how much, how, what's your DPI or whatever? She goes, 708. She goes, I'm working my way up to 709. I'm going to get more pixels in here for even higher fidelity. And Rose goes, I'd rather just be a regular person than a filter. And Cassandra goes, it's great. You don't, like, uh, you, you don't have, you know, you look great. You could change, you know, she goes, I can change the, uh, you know, I have some control. And Rose goes, well, I don't like it. I don't think your attitude is like an Instagram filter that I would choose to use uh, one day. And she goes, what do you know? And goes, Rose goes, I, I was born on Earth, too. And she goes, I'm a re you know, I'm, re I'm the real deal. Uh, you're just a filter. And then uh, everyone kind of separates. A re repeated meme walk out. They're like a... Uh, Kind of like a Jedi, but like a Muppet Jedi or something. And the doctor goes, so Jade, what's a tree like you doing in a place like this? She goes, Earth, I love Earth. Uh, and the doctor goes, well, everyone's uh, here's super rich. And she goes, yeah, well, it's also networking. And she goes, yeah, you, you got roots and everything. You forests are everywhere. Always money and land. And she goes, well, uh, she goes, the Earth was a family. Uh, you know, mankind's one part of the family, I'm another part. Uh, she goes, my ancestors were from the planet below. 
She goes, I'm from the tropical rainforest. Then the doctor starts messing around on a screen. And then the jade, jade gets really curious. She goes, Geez, what about you, doctor? I bet you could tell a story or two. She goes, you seem like you're into action. And she goes, I scanned you earlier. And my bird machine said uh, it wouldn't admit you existed. Uh, and then we see the doctor's face change. Uh, uh, well, she and she's definitely caring and impressed by him. He tries to sh- shift focus at first, but then he kind of tears up. He goes, uh, uh, she goes, w- she goes, when it did name you, she goes, I wouldn't believe it. She goes, but it was right. Uh, and she goes, I know where you're from. She goes, I'm sorry for intruding, but it's remarkable. Uh, and I'm sorry. And she puts a hand on his arm. A doctor, you know, gets tears and he puts his hand on hers. And then they go to the door opens. They go into this chamber. There's giant old school uh, air conditioning machines. Uh, like just at, like out of a get video game. Like this is like a classic video game dilemma. Uh, trying to get by giant air conditioning fans. Uh, very retro looking. Then Rose runs into the repeated memes and they say, hey, we're going to meme you. Even though you're not an Instagram filter, we're going to make you into a meme. Memify you. Uh, then doctor finds one of the the, the droid bots. Uh, and the doctor, or the uh, Jade gets it with something. Uh, let's see what they call it. Uh, oh, it, very retro. So doctor's words, not mine. Like a lawn, what a yama or something, uh, like something she flicks out, like a Spider Man thing. And doctor goes, Wow, that's cool. She goes, Yeah, we're not supposed to show them in public. Uh, the doctor goes, Geez, I wonder who's bringing these bots on board. Then they're like 10 minutes left. He goes, These bots are like shutting down the hot water and the AC. And then they head out, uh, and there's a party. The earth filter woman's calling everybody. She goes, gather around, let's uh, say goodbye, like, uh, let's play one more song. And then they play this Britney Spears song called Toxic, uh, which I never heard until I played uh, Raving Rabbids. It was on that game. I was like, uh, so I was associated with Raving Rabbids and not Britney Spears, which was a good game for the Wii for parties or family. Uh, and you could see that the uh, the the heat the AC's taking its toll on everybody. The doctor starts trying to get uh, uh, like he tries to get in the steward's office, but the, like they're like, oh no, the steward's poof. Uh, so that's not gonna work. Uh, then Rose wakes up in a room and her, her filter is going poof. Uh, so they're like, okay, that's not good. Uh, Rose is like, I want to get out of here. I don't want to go poof with the earth. The doctor's trying to get her out and trying to program it. Uh, he says, give me two ticks. The doctor is in full action mode. Uh, you know, Rose wakes up with that thing. Uh, Ipswich and mucking about were two things I had to look up. Uh, uh, doctor is running to get to Rose's thing. Uh, He's working on the fancy, breaking the fancy font code. Uh, and then Jade is back at the party like Sherlock Holmes. She says, she goes, gather around. We have a mystery to reveal. Uh, you know, just like Sherlock Holmes or, uh, uh, you know, other famous detectives. I'm going to uh, show some deduction with the doctor, of course. Uh, but the doctor shuts off Rose's filter, so she's fine. But she's she can't. She's like kind of stuck in a room. And the doctor's like, "Okay, I gotta. Uh, I'll go work on getting your door open." She, oh, that's when she says, "Where am I gonna go?" Ipswich. Uh, and so then Jade says, "Geez, I talked to the like, uh, the theremin, uh, and the little uh, droids have been messing up this whole uh, thing. So we're trying to figure out whose are they." And Cassandra, the meme woman, is like, I got to get more pixels in here. Refresh my uh, uh, thing. Moxa Balhoun says, get the steward. And Jade says, there is no steward. Uh, and Cassandra tries to blame the face of Bo, who shakes uh, the shakes their head. She goes, ask the face, ask the face. Uh, 
And then the doctor's like, okay, well, let's just see whose pet this is, this droid. Uh, even the Moxie Balhoun's like, uh-oh. And then he sees this, the, the droid go down, and it goes and, like, uh, looks at Cassandra, and then goes to the meme, meme, the repeated meme. And Cassandra goes, yeah, busted. Uh, and the doctor goes, well, yeah. He goes, that was kind of obvious. So he goes, but if you stop to think about it, uh, a repeat, he gives us a definition. He says, repeated meme is just an idea. He goes, these are just ideas. They're not real. He goes, really, they're just remote-controlled uh, 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 droids. Uh, cover for a real troublemaker. He goes, go on, Jimbo. And then the droid goes over to Cassandra. And she goes, I bet you never got a date to a dance, doctor. Cassandra says that. And then uh, uh, her things, her uh, uh, her coworkers or whatever say, uh, hey. And the doctor goes, what are you going to uh, uh, refresh my browser? And she goes, oh, I have, Cassandra says, I have total control over the ship. Uh, and uh, the doctor goes, well, what are you going to do? We got earth poofing about to happen. And she goes, well, I was hoping to get some money, but she goes, I think I'll just bolt with all the gifts tax-free. And these are all my competitors. I invest in all their competitors. And the doctor goes, typical, it comes down to money. Uh, and then they say, three minutes. And she goes, oh, by the way, I'm just going to, um, she goes, yeah, she says, since I have stock and all your competitors, I'm out. Uh, I'm going to teleport. She goes, uh. Because they break all the rules. And she goes, okay. The, she, goes, she goes, and you're going to go poofy with the earth. So, so she says, bye-bye, bye-bye. And she d- disappears out. Uh, uh, teleportation uh, forbidden, I put. Oh, yeah, because I, I didn't realize that at the beginning. Uh, yeah, filter holds court, uh, activates all droids. Bye-bye, darling. And so she teleports out. Then Max Balhoun's like, what are we going to do? And Jade goes, uh, only the steward would know. And the doctor goes, no, we can reset. We can do a system restore. Come on. And he says, everybody else is just chill. And they're like, two minutes uh, getting warmer. And then just like the video game, which we had seen, like uh, the switches, of course, on the other sides of the fan. Uh, so the doctor has to, like, manage his run through the fans, uh, which everybody's done mostly on, mostly on games before. Uh, Jade holds uh, holds it down, holds a lever down. And she goes, you know what, I'm going to have to do take care of this doctor. Uh, and the doctor goes, Jade, you're made of wood. And she then admits, she goes, you're wasting my time, Time Lord. She goes, I'll hold this, you go through the fans. Uh, and then we go back to the lobby. Moxabellhoon's pretty stressed. Uh, and then the doctor dodges through the first fan. Uh, then it takes a while to get through the second fan. And Jade's still holding on. And then the Mox, we go back to the lobby. Mox is not happy. Rose is, you know, saying, oh, geez, I'm sweating here. What the heck, doctor? And then the doctor really, ha- like the third fan, of course, is always the hardest one. So the doctor has to time it. Uh, and then we get down to 10, 9, 8. Uh, and then the doctor kind of gets this zen-like moment where he just uh, has this zen-like moment with the fan. And uh, let's see. A lot of cracking of windows. uh he looks back at Jade a couple of times. Jade almost like loses her grip. Uh, and, uh, you know, the doctor has to do super fast, super fast move. Uh, but he closes his eyes and does a slow, mo- slow motion, be the fan music, uh, jump run. And everyone's like, oh, no, oh, no. Uh, but the doctor flips the switch just in time. And uh, his shields are restored. The exoglass is repaired. Uh, We see the earth go poof. I I don't know if it was the mesosphere that went first or the atmosphere or the troposphere, but they all went. uh, And Rose takes a breath uh, and breathes in. Uh, Jade goes into steam mode. uh, And Rose goes back to the party. And... uh, 
it's not great. Uh, Max Balhoun uh, was went out. Uh, I don't know about the face of Bo, but she can kind of checks in on everybody. Doctor gives the word uh, to Jade's uh, uh, two companions uh, about you know, hey, uh, Jade went steam to steam. Then he checks in, Rose is like, hey, doctor, you okay? He goes, doctor goes, yeah, I got too much on my mind. He goes, but, uh, he goes, teleportation needs some sort of relay. And he goes, it must be in the ostrich egg. And then he finds, like, the relay. And he goes, and if you're as clever as me, you can reverse it. And then the, uh, Cassandra, the, uh, uh, woman who's a filter comes back. And she's laughing. She's like telling her friends a story. And then she's like, oh, no, I'm back here. And the doctor goes, yep, the last human. And she goes, oh, that was a test. Uh, Now you can join the human club. And the doctor goes, listen, uh, what about the uh, Moxabalhoon and Jade? And she goes, "Uh, you know what? Uh, She goes, I don't don't, uh, take me to court or something. And the doctor goes, well, what if we just don't refresh your browser? And Rose is like, come on, refresh your browser. And the doctor goes, no. Uh, He goes, let's just let it buffer. And she goes, oh, no. And then we have, like, the kind of, like, let's see, like, whatever, anticlimax. She's buffered for good. Uh, also, we see a bunch of workers polishing the face of Balhoun. So three workers polishing the face of Balhoun. That's good. Or the face of, uh, whatever, the face of Max Balhoun, the face of, uh, whatever. I like that face. Uh, and we see shuttles leaving, uh, Doctor and Rose are, uh, looking out at the asteroids from the earth, uh, and kind of Rose is like, uh, Looking a little bit like serious, uh, doctors watching her watching the asteroids. And Rose was like, we were so busy. We didn't even see the earth go poof. Uh, all those years, all that history and no one was even watching. The doctor goes, come with me. And he takes her hand and they run off. And, uh, it was kind of a tender moment. I thought, uh, says, come with me. Like just, uh, looking out. Then the TARDIS, then they're in a city full of people, like maybe London, I'm not sure, and the doctor's there. And there's, like, people selling newspapers, and doctor goes, geez, you think everything's going to last forever? People, cars, and concrete. Uh, he goes, even the troposphere, mesosphere, all those atmosphere. He goes, he goes, my planet's gone. And he goes, gone, uh, just like you saw with Earth, rocks and dust, uh, too early. Rose goes, what happens? And he goes, W-A-R, and it wasn't good for absolutely nothing. And I don't feel fine, by the way. And she goes, with whom? And he kind of drifted away. And she goes, what about all your peeps? And he goes, I'm the last of the Time Lords. Uh, That's it. and he goes, I'm traveling alone because uh, there's no one else. Uh, and Rose goes, well, there's me. And she, he goes, don't, don't you want to go home? Really? He goes, this is like uh, Time Lord's life is not for you. And then she goes, I don't know what I want. And then she kind of like is like uh, looking around at all the people. And she says, I think I smell chips. I'd like some chips. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah. And she goes, I'll buy. Or she goes, you buy. He goes, I don't have any money. Or maybe, I can't remember. He goes, I could go for some chips. Uh, and she says, chips on me. And they seem happy. Uh, and she goes, we only got five billion years to buy chips uh, or fries here in the U.S. And then we kind of see him walk off arm in arm, which still kind of confuses me. Like, is this a, like, uh, like, uh, like what the nature of the relationship is probably just a strained, uh, uncertain one. Uh, and that's how the episode comes to a close.
Uh, but let's look up some words that came up. Hullabaloo, which is a word that I like. And my friends had a business, uh, Hullabaloo. I don't know if it's like a vintage uh, wholesale business. Uh, I don't know if they still have it. Uh, uh, but Hullabaloo, it looks like it reached its peak in the late 1940s. Uh, it is an informal noun. Uh, a commotion or a, fu- a fuss, a hullabaloo. So Rose uh, uh, failed making commotions in school. That's interesting. Uh, mucking about or muck about is, uh, let's see, pre- present participle, uh, mucks about, present participle, mucking about, simple past and past. Well, um, uh, it's uh, to do, like, spend time idly or do random unplanned work uh, or to try to fix something without understanding how it works, which is like, uh, I think what this is mucking about, like, quit mucking about in there. Uh, so that was interesting. Uh, Ipswich is a, a county town of Suffolk, England, uh, the estuary of the River Orwell. 60 miles uh, northeast of London, 97 kilometers, uh, occupied since the Saxon period, uh, a very important historical port, a non-metropolitan district. Uh, uh, the urban development like extends outside of the city. Uh, it's the fourth largest urban area in the east of England region. And, uh, I don't know why it's, uh, the butt of jokes. I'm sure someone will tell me, uh, it looks like a really nice, uh, it's got some cool timber frame buildings. Uh, the ancient house looks really cool. Uh, the port area. Uh, yeah. So it looks like a really nice, uh, place, culture, uh, home. Uh, there's Ed Sheeran and Sheeran, Sheer. Sheeran are playing a, at a concert there. Uh, they have lots of art, lots of beautiful buildings. Uh, uh, they have some football. Uh, just trying to see. It's got an oceanic climate. Um, uh, famous residents, uh, Thomas Woolsey, uh, Thomas Gainsborough, uh, cartoonist Giles, uh, Lord Nelson, Horatio Lord Nelson. Uh, Margaret Catchpole, Alf Ramsey, Bobby Robson. Oh, and uh, Richard Iote, uh, I think that's how you say it, from the It Crowd, uh, is uh, from Ipswich, which I mean, I may not be pronouncing any of that correctly. Uh, there's lots of hints of Bad Wolf, but I looked that up, so I don't want to um, talk about that just because I don't want to spoil it. Uh, and then finally, uh, jiggery pokery, it's a jiggery dash pokery, is underhanded manipulation or dealings trickery, jiggery pokery, which is a really nice, uh, uh, probably an alteration of Scott's jockery pokery uh, uh, to, to, to dodge, cheat, or trick. Yeah, uh, but really, a uh, really good, good, good definition. That was over on Merriam-Webster. Uh, so that's it. Uh, uh, thanks so much, and uh, good night.